Privyet, thank you for tuning into the Frontier Cast. I'm Nayeli. And I'm Cadence. This week for announcements. The deadline to purchase a yearbook is coming up. If you have not purchased one, you could talk to the bookkeeper or go online to jostens.com. If you are interested in purchasing a senior recognition ad, the deadline is April 30th. You can find more information at jostens.com. Cheer tryouts will be April 12th through the 16th. No experience needed. 3.30 to 5.30 in the main gym. Dance tryouts will be April 5th through the 9th from 3.45 to 6. Prom will be held at West High on April 24th. West Fest is April 28th. On Monday, March 28th, the Sedgwick County Health Department announced that residents 16 years or older are eligible to get the COVID vaccine. I spoke with Sedgwick County Health Department Director Adrian Byrne about how the vaccine works and why you should get it. So first, I wanted to talk about how, like, the Eagle came out with an article about how Sedgwick County has the lowest rates of the vaccine. Do you know, like, why that is? I think that there's still some issues getting data uploaded uh, onto the state's site, uh, because really, I think we've done pretty well. I mean, we, we do have, we definitely have some openings, so it's not a lack of having vaccine at this point. And uh, we've had the National Guard here for the last two and a half weeks, and uh, we had a different site. And just while they were here and we were partnering, we uh, back and we only did first shots, and we vaccinated we vaccinated an additional uh, 20,000 people during the last two and a half weeks. So, and we're over, I think, 120,000 doses that we've given out. So when I, when we read that, I just think, you know, there still must be issues getting data uploaded. And we're not the only ones in Sedgwick County uh, vaccinating. We've been giving, uh, transferring a lot of vaccine to um, partners and pharmacies and then uh, there are a number of partners that are also getting federal allotments. Uh, so I don't know. It, it was very interesting to, to see that. Yeah. One of the main reasons I wanted to talk to you, because like now since like the age is 16 or older, lots of my classmates who are now eligible to get it, like they don't really feel comfortable with getting it. Because <laughs> I've like heard people say like, oh, since this was made like, the vaccine was made in like a few months and normally like it'll take years for a vaccine to come out. So like, could you talk about like that, you know? Yes. And that is a great thing you pick up because that was one of the reasons I was hesitant last year when first hearing about it because of it being called uh, Operation Warp Speed. That really didn't uh, make a lot of, you know, feel confident. But then once I, I read more, then I understood what that warp speed meant. It didn't, that wasn't the best word to use. But the thinking behind that wasn't that, boy, we're going to 
move through this and just cut all these corners, it was warp speed that we're putting everything we have into this. And the whole mRNA science that's behind the technology that's behind Pfizer and Moderna, that isn't new. It's been around at least 20 years, but we didn't know. I mean, I didn't know that at first until I started re you know, researching more about it because at first I said, I'm not going to get it. I don't want my kids to get it. I don't feel good about it. But I mean, seriously, but the more I read about it and I knew that this was not a new technology, it's just that we have progressed a lot in decades and they were working around the clock to make this happen. That's what that warp speed was. They threw everything they had at it. But that really wasn't communicated. So it left all of us, even me, the director, going, mm, I don't know about that. Uh, so it isn't they didn't cut the corners. Now, it it went through more rapidly because they were working around the clock. But the steps were not skipped. Oh, yeah, that like really. That's what I, that's how I felt when I read it. I was like, yeah, how come someone just didn't expect? explain this because when I did a first survey, I said, no, I'm not getting it right now. I'm going to wait and just see what happens. Yeah. But two months after that survey, because that was October of 20, two months after that survey, I had read enough and I had gotten my first dose on the 31st of December and then my second one on the 27th of January. And then I told my kids, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. It is not all we thought that it was at first. It is safe. Yeah. Because I know lots of people were like talking about like, oh, like it was made super fast. But now that you explain that, it really like, wow, like, you know, it wasn't, but it was. <laughs> yes. And could you get COVID from the vaccine? So there, there's not a live virus in it. So you can't, there's not a live virus in the flu either. Sometimes people feel like they, they get the flu, but oftentimes they probably were, were exposed to some virus before they got the flu. But sometimes our, our bodies can react in a way that show that there's a foreign substance in our body now and it's working. So it is like working to, 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 to fight against that virus. So I got Moderna and we don't have that at this point. We've moved on to Pfizer and now we have Johnson & Johnson that we do once a week. The first dose, I felt fine, no problem whatsoever. The second dose, within about 18 hours, I had a fever, um, some joint pain. I was really cold to the desk with my winter coat on and a heater on. And I thought maybe I have a fever. And then went home that night and slept about 12 hours. Next day got up, all that was gone, except for my eyes hurt and I was tired. And the next day that was gone. And so it people tend to say if, if they if they don't feel the best, it's 24 hours and then poof. And that's showing that some of us react that way that our, our bodies are trying to fight what they think shouldn't be there. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's yeah. Because I've seen a video about the, how like they got the Moderma and then they felt sick, but then it just went away. So that's good. I have heard that again and again. And then if any of your friends or colleagues have had COVID, they can get the vaccine after, I mean, at least two weeks after they recover. But the recommendation is since you have a natural 90 days of immunity after you get COVID, wait until that 90 days is over and then you extend your immunity with the vaccine. In addition, we've really heard, and I've worked with some people, that 
they went ahead and got vaccinated within a month after having COVID. They were sick with, with the very first dose. So it seems to be a little bit harder on people if they don't wait longer after having COVID. Oh, wow. Yeah, I did not know that. That's good to know. Yeah. And so for it, no one knows the long term effects because like it hasn't been out for long. Like, do you know if there will be any long term effects or would that just be like you have to wait and see what happens? You know, uh, I think, you know, the reality with what you were just saying, unfortunately, since we know that, gosh, the trials, there may be uh, people that have year past their their trial with being part of the trial with getting one of the vaccines we don't know i mean long term we're going to find out as we find out with any long-term effects of something it's going to take time and then there'll have to be a lot of study to see if it's the vaccine or is it some other illness somebody has but for me because of knowing people that died and knowing people and some of these were healthy individuals. I mean, th there were others that, you know, were a little bit older, 60 and older, but they were they were living healthy, productive lives, didn't have chronic illnesses, um, that I thought, you know, it, it's worth that risk because uh, we, we know that we'll get some protection and no, we don't know long-term, but we know some short-term as far as death. And we know that there have been what we call long-term consequences for people getting COVID. I, I work with a nurse, I work with lots of nurses, but one of them uh, got COVID and her pulmonary functions are not right yet. And that's been six months ago. So those sorts of things really help reinforce. And there are some people that can't get the vaccine because maybe they have severe reactions to meds and their doctors say, hey, don't do it. But for anybody else, COVID is riskier than the vaccine just because of what it can do. I have a family member that got COVID. They're, they're healthy, work out. Their pulmonary functions aren't quite back to where they were. So it's not bad, bad, but they notice a difference when they're working out. So, and we're in this 20s, 20s. Yeah. Some people get COVID and have no problems whatsoever, but it's kind of Russian roulette. Yeah, definitely. It really just depends. So if so, if anyone's unsure, and I, I know there's a lot of thinking, it's not even about vaccine hesitancy. It's about, this is something that's new. There's not much known, you know, what should we do? Is this the right thing to do? People are spending a lot of time thinking about it. I would encourage anyone that's not quite sure yet to talk to someone they trust about it. Talk to their doctor, you know, talk to someone that they just, you know, can help them make that that decision. And maybe they won't be 100% comfortable. Sometimes we just feel a little bit less uncomfortable about doing what we need to do. Yeah, definitely. Is there anything that you would like to add that I did not ask? I would just say, uh, you know, our largest cases are still 20 to 30, 21 to 31 around there, 29 to 39, maybe 29 to 39. Uh, but that lower, they're still in the in the age bracket beneath that. So I know it's everybody wants to get back to business. It just this has been I can't believe it's been a year. But 
be aware of just make choices around gatherings because our I mean, we'll see what our numbers do this week, but they just had the slightest uptick last week. So this is, you know, people are coming back from spring break. Uh, the mask and gathering order in the county was lifted, even though the governor imposed one. It's a little bit different when the county doesn't impose one. People don't always feel like it's quite as serious because there might not be consequences. So just know that masks and social distancing and washing our hands, those are the things we have control over. There's a lot of things we don't have control over. Those things we, we do have control over and they have made a difference. Your your college friends, I mean, everyone, you know, a lot of people have made choices to get us to the place we are today where our numbers have been low and, and we're, we, we don't have gathering orders now. We don't have restrictions. So we just need to, we're, we're, we're halfway through our marathon. We're not at the end yet. And my concern as well as other health uh, officials is that that confidence is going to get us in trouble. You know, feeling a false sense of confidence that, hey, we are through this. No, we're not. And we're still not exactly sure what all those variants are going to do yet. Well, thank you so much. I really do appreciate you it. You are welcome. Bye. Bye-bye. Now it's time for Nayeli Tells a Joke. Okay. What do you call an alligator in a vest? What? An investigator. <laughs> that was... That was um... <laughs> that was all right. No, I don't know. We have some haters. <laughs> the baseball team is undefeated currently, sitting at 7-0 and for the season. The boys' tennis team beat Northwest on Tuesday in their season opener. There are 10 days until the last day of school. Just kidding, April Fools, there's 36 days. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to listen next week. And don't forget to visit us online at westwardonline.com and follow us on Twitter at WW Pioneer Press.